continue our series on the concept of the new birth. Amen. Shall we open our Bibles to John chapter 1? John chapter 3, sorry. The concept. Last week we talked about a lot of things. Amen. And we made mention of the diversities in human spirit. Or diversities of the human spirit. There are different types of human spirit introduced into the human body. Amen. And then we explained the human spirit of Adam, the first man, how it is different from the human spirit of Christ Jesus when he was born. And now the human spirit that Christ raised with is also different from the one that he had when he was born into the world. Amen. In the sense that the human spirit of Jesus, even though having eternal life and recognized as the son of God when he was born, that human spirit had not been brought to a state of perfection. Amen. And that meant that he had not yet been consummated. He had not yet been consummated through resurrection. But after the resurrection, he became that human spirit, which we call the new man, became the Lord of all. Come on, shout glory. glory. Became the Lord of all. So we explained that, and then we also explained that there is a difference between the old man and the new man. Amen. And today we want to go further into the concept of the new birth. Come on, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, normally when we say that a person is born again, a lot of times, can we please take our seats? We, are, we have undermined the meaning of the concept of the new birth. We have undermined the meaning of the concept of the new birth. Many Christians do not understand what it means to be born again. And even many leaders of churches don't really understand what actually happens when you are born again. And because of that misunderstanding or mis misconception of the concept of being born again, many have always thought that when we say you are born again, it means that you've turned on a new leaf. That is what is the traditional meaning in the church. We say you are born again, it means you've turned on a new leaf. Or it means that you've changed, changed your old ways. Or you've changed your old behaviors. See, that is what traditionally when I say traditional, I mean that that's what many churches think. That's what is the generic meaning when we say you are born again. You see, but that is not that. When you are born again, it doesn't mean that you've, you've turned a new leaf. That is not what it means to be born again. That is not the meaning when, it means, when we say you are born again. And because of that, many get born again and receive Christ into their spirits, yet they tend to live a churchy kind of life. They play church. They don't really live the Christian life. We are born again to live a particular life called the Christian life. We are born again to live a victorious life. We are born again to express superiority over the things that are in this world and over the principalities and the powers in this world. We are born again to demonstrate Christ. We are not born again just to remain in church and go to church on Sunday and that. No. Being born again is more than that. So many, many people don't want to be born again, especially people who have consult, consulted demons and all that before. They do not want to be born again because when they think that when you get born again, the demons will come against you. And the demons are so powerful and they will rule over you or they can even kill you because they've consulted that because their understanding of being born again is the way we've taught them. Some two think that, oh, if you are born again, some say, I got born again. Before I got born again, I was doing very well. Now that I've got, even got born again, I'm not doing very well. There are a lot of things I used to do those times that even now I can't do. So because of that, I can't, I'm not even doing well in life. You see, and all that. Because of the misconceptions of what has really transpired or what really transpires when we are born again. Being born again is beyond going to a church. Even though when you are born again, you belong to a denomination. Being born again is a spiritual experience. Being born again is a supernatural experience. And you see, when you don't have accurate knowledge 
of the word of God concerning something or concerning what has happened to you, you cannot live the life that, that, that is in it. And that means that because of your inaccuracy of knowledge, your faith will be stifled. So you can't express your faith. The Christian can only express his faith effectively when he has knowledge of who he has become in Christ. If you don't have a knowledge of who you are in Christ, you cannot express your faith effectively. That is why many Christians, they are born again, but they can't express their faith. Their whole life has been a life of dependence on God for something. Dependence on God for this one thing. The next independence of God, they can't demonstrate their faith. Because they do not know who they are. They don't know what has transpired. The new status. What has really happened to them. And you see that in so many churches. Come on, shout glory. glory. So being born again is very important. We talk about the subject or the concept or the experience of being born again. It's a different thing. Some ex- it's a spiritual experience. It's an experience of God. Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? So you see, there is this man who came to see Jesus, the Gospels of Matthew, and he said, he said, Lord, or good master, what can I do that I will be saved? See, knowledge is very important. And practicing the knowledge is very important also. Amen. What can I do to be saved? And Jesus said that go follow the laws. He said, oh, I followed all the laws for my, for my youth. Then Jesus told him, he said, go give all that you have to the poor and come and follow me and you have treasures in the kingdom. And the scripture says that when the man heard that, he couldn't do it. He said, how should I leave all my possessions and give it all to the poor and do all of that and come and follow you to have treasures in the kingdom? And he left sorrowfully. He left sorrowfully. Why? Because he did not understand what Jesus was telling him. The problem was not with his possessions. The Bible says he had great possessions. But the problem was his lack of understanding of what Jesus was trying to communicate to him at that time. So when you have lack of understanding of, what, of the communication of the word of God, you live a particular kind of life. You may think you are living a Christian life, but you are living a religious life. Come on, shout glory. And it's very important. When you say somebody is born again, that person has not turned a new leaf. Or that person has not changed. Rather, when we say somebody is born again, it means that person is newly created. Write it down. It's very important. When we say you are born again, it means that you are newly created. It doesn't mean you have changed. If you have changed, then you can go back. Is that not true? There's a tendency for you to say, oh, I have changed. I have changed. Then that is why you see... (laughs) Come on, shout glory. You see certain people that they refer to as celebrities or whatever it is. And they said, oh, they have changed now. They said, I have, I have confessed the lordship of Jesus. After three months, they say, oh, the thing is not easy. And all that. Because they don't understand what has happened. So they think they have changed. So the Christian is not a changed person. The one who is born again is not a changed person. The one who is born again is a newly created person. So when we say you are born again, it means you are newly created. Being born again means that you are newly created. You are a newly created person. It means that you you have received within your spirit or you have received within your body a new spirit. A new heart. A new spirit. You are newly created. So it's not a change that has taken place. No. It's a creation that has been deposited inside of, inside of your spirit. It means that a newly created person has been placed in the human body. So being born again is a creation. 
Charisma is very important. Being born again is a creation. It's a birthing of a new person. It's the birthing of a new man. It's the birthing of a new spirit within the human body. That new man, that new spirit that is in that human body is distinct, is different. It's a new type of person within the human body. Come on, shout glory. It's a new type of person. It's a new type of person. He is dealing with the personality of the human spirit. That's why last week I said not all human spirits are not the same. Did I say that? He's talking about a particular type of human spirit. A particular kind of human spirit in the human body. A particular kind. So when we say you are born again, you are created a new spirit after the image or the express image of Christ. Your spirit resembles somebody. Do you hear what I said? Your spirit resembles Christ. So being born again is the creation of the human spirit or the new, a new spirit into the human body after the express image of the person of Christ. Come on, shout glory. Who oh, heard that? That's not powerful. That human spirit looks like Christ. And that human spirit is the real you. Your spirit is you. Did you hear what I said? I've said it before. I said man is not. So when we talk about man, we say man is a spirit. Having a soul and living in a body. That's why last week I was trying to draw draw your attention to the fact that sometimes we are limited in expressing what we want to express. So we say, oh, man is a spirit having a soul and living in a body. But the Christian cannot just be called a man. Because man is a spirit having a soul and living in a body. But the Christian, the one who is born again, is newly created. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that means that he's not just a man. He's not an ordinary man. He's not an ordinary person. He's a new person. He's a new spirit. He's referred to in the Bible as the new man. So man is a spirit. But the Christian is a new spirit. Do you understand? The Christian is a new man. The Christian is a new is a new spirit. It's not the same. Every man is a spirit, but the Christian is a new spirit. Did you hear what I said? I'm a new spirit. And when God looks, He sees the different type of human spirit. The one that is after the image of Adam, the first Adam, and the one that is after the image of the second Adam. And the difference in their kind, the difference in their class, and the difference in their resemblance, right? It is very important in their class. See, I'm of a higher class. I'm a higher class. Did you hear what I said? Whoever I just said. Very powerful. That is the one who is born again. So it is not. That, it is not like. I'm born again, so I have changed. I used to be a worldly musician. Now I'm no longer a worldly musician. I'm, I've changed. I'm born again. That's not what it actually means. Did you get what I said? Because until you understand that, after you, you say you are born again, you wouldn't be able to live based on who you are. You wouldn't. Confessing the lordship of Jesus and so is because... I have changed. I used to sing this song, worldly song. Now I have changed. I don't sing worldly songs. Or I don't do this again. Or I don't do this thing again. We'll get you back to do it later on. 
Because the reason for which the explanation that you are giving to yourself or you are giving to us, the meaning to you of being born again is that you are doing this now, you don't do again. That is the meaning to you, but that is not the real meaning. The real meaning is that you are newly created. Your spirit man is newly created. Your spirit man. The human spirit is newly created. Just like God created the spirit of Adam and breathed into his nostrils, that's the same way you are, you are also created differently. You are not created like Adam was created. Whoever I just said. So you are not created like Adam was created. So you say, Adam was created. You see yourself. When we say, and you see, and these things must be understood. Because when we talk about the Christian, we talk about man, we talk about all these things, terminologies, various terminologies. You discover that people feel that they are still after the lineage of Adam, even though they are born again. They, they, even preachers preach it as if that they preach it as if Adam was created like this. We are all of Adam. So it's like we are also created. Our spirit is just like Adam's spirit was created. That is not the truth. Did you get what I'm saying? That is not the truth. Adam's spirit was created by bread. And Adam became. Did you hear what I'm saying? But ours is different. The type of human spirit that we have is different. And why is this knowledge important? So that you understand that God has placed you in a particular class. Your class is not based on the car you drive. Your class is not based on where you are working now. Or what you have in the physical. No. Your class is based on what God has made you. I say that I say in Christianity we have been made. We are not trying to be made. We have been made. In Christianity we are. We are not we will be. We will not be great. We are. The language of the one that is born again is not I used to be. The language of the one that is born again is I am. Did you hear what I just said? So Jesus said, before Abraham was, he says, I am. Who heard what I just said there? Oh, shout powerful, man of God. Let that powerful, let me hear that powerful. You understand? So the language of the one that is born again is not I used to be. There is no I used to be with the one that is born again. I used to like clubbing. I used to be like this. I used to like dancing. Do you understand? You don't, you, there is no such thing as you used to be. Once you are born again, you are. And this understanding must get into your soul. Your soul, which has to do with your mind. And your will. So if you are born again, where you start from is I am. The knowledge of I am. If you start from the point of the knowledge of I am, you will live the, the Christian life. When you start from the knowledge of I used to be, you wouldn't live the Christian life. You wouldn't be able to. Is that true or false? Because you are still seeing yourself from a particular past behavior. Which in the mind of God and the understanding of God, there is no such thing. Whoever I just said there. You want to understand further? Say, what do you mean by that? Do you used to be? It's not the same person. It's not the same person. That's what I'm trying to say. Why? Because your personality is not based on what is in your mind. Your personality is based on your spirit. This thing must. That's why I started last week by talking about the differences in this in, in, in what? In dispositions. Your personality is not based on your soul. Your soul is not you. <laughs> Your body is not you. Who is you? Your spirit is you. Your new spirit is you. That is the real you. Come on, shout powerful. No matter how all the bo- your body, body, body organs refuse to function, if your spirit stays, you can't die. If all your organs are not working, 
and your spirit is there, it's in your body, you cannot be referred to as dead. Did you hear what I said? When your spirit leaves, then we can refer to you as, oh, Abante Noko. Who heard what I just said? So you are a new spirit. Say, I am a new spirit. I am a new spirit. Take us Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. Is that not powerful? Who heard what I just said there? So I'm not ordinary. My life is not ordinary. There are certain things you refuse to permit around you. That's what I'm saying. When you, start, when you get born again and you know I am, you live from there. Some of us, when we got born again and we got to know that we are the authority of God on this earth, we never let a demon harass us. Do you get what I'm saying? When we see certain things around us, we don't want, to, we don't want them. This is not who we are. And we know we have the ability to change things. Come on, shout powerful man of God. Is that not serious? So take us Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. Oh, Shada Bakala Katoso Poroko Toko Satalabahaya. Wherever you are, just pray in the Holy Ghost. What you say, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Vash Ataka Palakata Malago Shata Galabaka Shata. Can you just read it for us? One to go. Oh, read it out loud. One to go. I think my own is gone off. Just read it for us. One to go. Uh-huh. 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 A new heart will I also do what? This is like a prophetic utterance. A new heart will I give you. And a new spirit will I do what? Put within you, uh huh. And I will take away the stony heart out of what? And do what? And I will give you an heart of flesh, uh huh. And I will put my spirit within you, that's the Holy Ghost, and cause you to do what? To walk in my statutes. You see, you see that? That's what I say. When you know who you are, you walk the Christian walk. Just and cause you to walk in my statutes. Did you hear what I said? It's not since I got born again. I don't know why. I can't even live. No. You don't understand what has happened to you. How can you live not knowing what has happened to you? How can you live without knowing what has happened to you? Or who you are? <laughs> Child, man of God, powerful. So it says, I'll put a new spirit within you. I'll give you a new heart. The heart and the spirit are all one. When talking about the heart, it's not talking about the physical heart in your physical body. No. It's talking about your human spirit. Your heart is your spirit. But we don't have time to go into all of those details. When we enter into the prosperity of the soul, I'll explain that one better. Come on, shout Glory. So it says, I will put a new spirit within you. And I will put my spirit, that is the Holy Ghost, and cause you to walk in my ways. So the Christian is not, the one who is born again, is not struggling to walk in the ways of God. You understand? He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not struggling to do the things of God. He's not struggling. He's not struggling to pray. He's not struggling to study. He's not struggling to serve. The one who is real born again. Sometimes you see people who say they are born again. They are not really born again. They just have troubles and they want God to solve and they run to church. But they are not really born again. When you get born again for real, for real, you will win souls. You will. When you get born again for real, you are not forced to do the things you are supposed to do for the Lord. Never. Because your spaces are cause you. Did he say that? He says, I will cause you to do your way, to do my will. So there is that oppression happening right now. There is that working of causing you. Where you feel within your spirit that you should do this. Oh, why, am I in, why am I in the house? You are having church. Do you understand? It's not difficult for you to do the spiritual. Did you hear what I said? 
I said, it's not difficult for you to do the spiritual. <laughs> uh, I said, it's not, it's not what, difficult for you to do the spiritual when you're born again. Did you hear what I said? When I got born again, again, I was baptized in water. I won souls. I won, I was uh, around 12 years. I was just winning. There was no night I could sleep. Don't broadcast. One on one. Souls. Praying. When I was coming, I saw some people praying on the field. I was praying on the field. Seven o'clock, you feel within your spirit you should be praying. From seven, eight, you know I'm not really doing anything. You're on the park. Because you don't want disturbance. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying two hours, three hours. You come back and sleep. The next day you carry your book, you are going back to school. You are born again. You, you are caused by... That's what I say, people, sometimes people say, you are born again, you are talking plenty. You are not yet born again. In fact, many Christians must be born again, again. What they are calling born again is not born again. 3 a.m., I will be on the, on the streets. In the night, winning souls. 3 a.m. With my, what do you call it? And some three other friends of mine. On the streets, winning souls. In the night, winning souls. Sometimes you are even winning souls where the Muslims are praying 4 a.m. Then you are around there preaching, shouting, preaching as people are sleeping. They are hearing your voice. You are born again. You are born again. You are caused to do God's will. Your family members are wondering why 3 a.m. you are up. Something else has happened to your spirit that you want to make an announcement of. And those days we didn't even know much like we know now. So if you say you are born again, born again, again, so I've been born again for 10 years. Then you can't do anything for the Lord. You are not born again, no. We must, we must check your, that born again. We must, we must examine it. Is that not true? And see whether you are in the faith. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. I was telling somebody, I said, I want so to the point where they took me to a palace. I went to, I went to pray for a deaf and dumb, and the person was not healed. And the father got angry. I came to preach the gospel and prayed for deaf and dumb, and carried me to the palace. And I went to the palace, and I met the chief, and the chief asked me why, what happened. I said, I came to preach, and I saw the son deaf and dumb. And I said, let me practice what I know. And I practiced it, and that one did not t- take place. Come on, shout glory. Prior to that, I prayed for some people to be healed. I prayed for somebody who was a drunkard. I laid hands on the guy. Those were not days of preaching. You know. those, were, those were days of trying to practice. I said, I'll put, I'll put my spirit within you, two of us. You want to see whether what the Bible is saying is true. And we lay hands, myself and my sister, we laid hands on that guy. And all the alcoholic spirit left him. After some time, he traveled. He's gone to Italy or somewhere. He was struggling here. The thing left. Oh, Kamanando's attire. I preached on the street. I preached to the point one day I preached. The guy was with a cigarette. I preached. The guy threw the cigarette in the gutter. So if you die today, where are you going? The guy was shocked. He had not answered that question before. And you explain to the person how the person has received, how Jesus Christ has given us life. And why that life is for everyone who believes. And you don't have to pay money to believe. The same mouth you used to eat, watch it. Use the same mouth to confess the Lordship of Jesus and believe with your heart. Is that not simple? Come on, shout, powerful man of God. I pray for that a particular guy, the headache left like this at once. So I was practicing, then I read this one. And I practiced this one, this one didn't really work. Not because the power doesn't work. I couldn't work it. It worked. I, I didn't know, know enough. The chief asked me questions. I answered some of the questions. He looked at the man and said, And I left. <laughs> Is that not true? In fact, when I was going to write my BEC, I, before that night, to write even the final the BEC, I was preaching don't broadcast. I was doing don't broadcast. I was doing don't broadcast. At night. That's how powerful we were. Very serious about God. Some of you, when we say, have you won so before? You've not won one. 
You don't even have any your whole credential is what you studied in school. Is that not true? No spiritual credentials or spiritual what? Records that you've done anything so. You should wake up. It means that we must baptize you in water again. Maybe that will help you. Is that not true? So being born again is not just a religious terminology. I'm born again, I'm born again. No. Something has happened to your spirit. Says, a new spirit will I put within you. Now take us to John. The gospel of John. When Jesus was introducing the subject. Oh, come on, shout glory. So I'm not an ordinary person. I don't want to live an ordinary life. From the time I got born again, I didn't want to live an ordinary life. No. If I'm living an ordinary life, how different am I from the one who is not born again? That was my question every day in church. How different is the Christian from the one who is born again? Who is not born again? The difference is in the human spirit. But that new heart or not, that new spirit, he's a person. He is you. He needs to be lived out or he needs, he needs, he needs to live his life through you. You understand what I'm saying? Because he is in the human body. So he needs to gain expression. So just not doing anything spiritual and just say, I don't understand what does it mean. I'm born again. I'm just in church looking at that, looking at that. There is a problem. That's what I'm trying to say. And you must fix it. Because your new man must live his life. Your spirit must live. Must express himself. <laughs> uh, shout glory. glory. Who understands what I just said here? If you understand, just wave your hand and shout glory. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, you see, when people are not born again, you are going to get them born again. They say, oh, we are born, we are bringing them to you. you see, they ran away. If you are winning souls, and you, are, you go and win a soul, and say, I'm bringing you to church. By the time you go, most of them ran away. The few that stay are the ones that the Holy Ghost has put them there to wait for you. The others, is that not true? You wouldn't know if you have not won souls. By the time you go the next day, they, in fact, sometimes you can go and meet them. They are not saved. You just want them, you, want, you have invited them to church, you want them to come. And because you want, you, you invited them to church, you want them to come, the next one, you can go and meet them in their house. And they will say, oh, suffer the chime, and and pass the back door and run away. As if you are taking them to go and kill them. You should know, these things are spiritual. You should know from that perspective. So when you see somebody who is born again that we are still forcing to church, is that there is a demon influencing that person or there is a problem somewhere? Because the one who is not born again runs away from church. He will tell you, oh wait, I'm coming. You'll be there at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Ah, and I'm going to turn away. By the time you check, where is this guy? By the time you check, he's run away. He's run. Then you ask, they say, oh, ah, no, ah, he has run away. Do you know why? The scriptures explain that. Oh, come on, shout glory. glory. The scriptures assume the God of this world this has blinded the minds of them that believe not. The God of this world, Satan, has blinded their minds, not their hearts, their minds. The minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus should shine in their hearts. So that spiritual blindness causes them to run away. And every day I used to ask myself, because you'll be praying for them, interceding for them, and you'll be asking yourself, why will a person run away from going to church? Do we give lashes in church? You understand? Or we are coming to take something from you. What is causing that person to run? The God of this world. What is causing the Christian to be fervent in the spirit? The Holy Ghost. There is a difference. You can't have the Holy Ghost and we are forcing you to come to church. So most of those people, they need to be born again. Again. And baptized. I'm a Christian. As they go to hell. Who is hearing what I'm saying? Being born again is not the good you are doing. No. Who is hearing what I'm saying? Is that not powerful? Who is hearing what I'm saying? It's so powerful, eh? 
So these things are spiritual. They are spiritual. You don't know unless you are on the field. So when you are on the field, that you know that these things are spiritual. Say on the field. Say that you say on the field. When you preach to somebody at once, it looks like the person has something has left the person. Some skills are falling. Says to turn them from darkness to light. To turn them from darkness to light. So as long as you preach to somebody the gospel, then suddenly you see that the person suddenly is awakened. The person says, even our cross of him. I've seen some before. I've seen some several times. I've seen some several times. It looks like something was covering the person's eyes. The, person, the thing just leaves as you preach through the Spirit. The Holy Ghost is working. And the person will ask you, ah, some are drunk. They are so drunk that as you are talking, they are doing, eh, eh. suddenly the person becomes, suddenly. The person says, ah, if I now call, okay, come and pick me to church. One of those experiences was, was the, the, the man with the cigarettes. Behind the gut, I remember where, the, where we were standing. And was just coming. Rah, 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 rah. I just I said, I want to share some few words with you. He said, okay, okay. And I said, they're talking about eternal life. What Christ has done. Why there are only two, there are two kinds of people. It's not today I started talking about those two kinds of people. There are only two kinds of people in this. All the people you see, it's either you are here or you are here. No middle ground. guy was holding a cigarette that was now hiding it more small. So I came up with cigarette hiding, threw it in the gutter. said, so where, where do you go to the church? I showed him. I, I took him to church. Those days, another church. Come on, shout glory. glory. That is when you see how spiritual this thing is. It's not physical. Some Christians are, some people are born again and their friends are the ones who are leading them. Their friends who are not born again are leading them to places they want they don't want to go to they say oh, it's not me it's, that's my friend you have to be born again again that one is not called rededication because we don't dedicate our lives to i've seen that churches do to rededicate we don't rededicate our life it's either you are born again or you are not is that not true so when you see you are not born again you get born again when you get born again you are you will not be born again you are <laughs> The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. I went to win some souls and whilst I was in the, in the, in the service, winning the souls, not knowing that the soul winner, the soul past, uh, father was a, a, a Muslim. I was busy talking. I just saw this man coming with a cutlass. I wouldn't lie to you. Coming with a cutlass. Cook, 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 cook from the room. Kalabos Atolia. Carried my Bible. <laughs> and I was so shocked. I was so shocked because I was like, what have I said wrong here? <laughs> the crime of winning souls. Come on, shout glory. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, that I'm trying to say all of you, that if you are born again, you see that friend, you know there's a difference between two of you. There are a lot of friends that after I became very wild with God, I deleted all of them, their numbers. I deleted their numbers. Nobody could call me for me to pick. What has happened to me, you can't, I don't want an, a negative influence. You call me, I don't pick. All most of my friends, I deleted all, when they call, I see them, I say, Am I winko for it? That's proper experience. Do you hear what I'm saying? Those who, who you could win to, you go and win them. Some of them, I, I, I preached to them. I laid hands on them to receive the Holy Ghost. To receive the Holy Ghost. Laid hands on some of them, about three of them like that. No, you are just with a friend. You are just enjoying the fact that you are in the same workplace and you are taking salary. The friend is going to hell. You are looking at salary. The friend is going to hell. The scripture says, what, can, what shall profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. So you can't give the whole world in exchange for one soul. Did you hear what I said? In the sight of God, 
So those of you who want to be rich, I want to be big, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be so big, and all those kinds of things that you want to be. <laughs> you can't give all those things in exchange for one soul. It is in the sight of God, one soul is more relevant and more important than the whole world. Think about it. You say, Pastor Obedu wins souls. Keep sitting down. It means that the whole world combined in one soul. God will choose one soul and leave the whole world behind. Say, what shall profit a man if he gains the whole world? Why? Because if he gains the whole world, he will leave it here. His human spirit will leave all the whole world. If we give the whole world to you, your spirit leaves and we put your body down. The whole world will remain without an owner. You see that? So, he doesn't give, put so much emphasis on the whole world like we do. He puts emphasis on a soul. That means that when you have enough money and we say we are doing outreach, you put money there. Does that soul, that money, that the soul is so important than the money you are trying to hide from Papa. papa. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? One scripture that is so powerful says, If he spared not his son, but delivered that his son for us. You cannot say the whole world is greater than that Christ Jesus. No. If he spared not his son, if he spared not his son because of one soul, he said, My son, you are my son, but go, go for them. Is that not true? Just to get one soul. If he spared not his son, but delivered his son for us, the Bible says. These are powerful truths. Are they not powerful? So I'm born again. I'm not an ordinary person. I'm not just an ordinary person. I've, I've not just changed. I'm, that's what the, the, the songwriter says. I'm, I'm born again. I'm a brand new man. I'm a brand new man. The one who is born again is a new man. Did you hear what I said? The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God. Do I still have some time? Or my time is out. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, or Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Verse 3. You, so if you are born again here, maybe you don't understand what has happened to you. So you value everything apart from church. You value everything apart from God and Christ. You should walk in the right spiritual understanding. Christ is first. Christ is first. Christ is first. Is that not powerful? I've lived my life for Christ from the time I got born again. Born again. I was living, preaching, 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 preaching. Preaching. I've, even in SHS, some of my friends would come and explain to come and ask me questions. It was a Catholic school. Why did you understand that? And I, my mom had given me a good news Bible. That good news Bible, the way I cherish it. And you just open scriptures. Sometimes you come and meet me, perhaps I'm reading Bible. That's where some of us came from. Reading Bible. I used to say, I started fasting from age four. Five. Four, five. They give you fasting, six to nine. By eight o'clock, you are so hungry, you don't know what to do. <laughs> come on, shout glory. So when God called me and I saw that this was a serious call, I couldn't, I could, up to today, I, I, can't, I can't see myself as a president. And say, me, a president of Ghana, hey. Never. I've never dreamt it. I can never dream to be, what, the CEO of so-and-so company. I don't dream it. Church members should dream it. Don't dream it. Never. That's why, that's, that's why I've never written any application letter anywhere. I wrote the letter to God. Employ me. And that is all. One life is for the Lord. You wouldn't have the opportunity. You see, you wouldn't have the opportunity to be 22 years. So maybe you are a CEO of the company. It is good. But use that CEO-ship 
to win the souls that are there and invite them to church. Stop putting value on the position and money. Because all those things you are chasing, you will leave them behind. Did you hear what I said? As important as that is to the preaching of the gospel. Very important. But don't overestimate those things. Don't make them so important than you. And than the souls you can win. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? Who is saying what I'm saying? It's one life is for the Lord. And you have no idea how many millions of people who are tied to this, my one life. I'm living it. I shared a vision with somebody, I think two days, three days ago, last week ago. I said, I had a vision where some people, plenty of people were, everybody was holding me. Even before I came on Sunday, I think two days before then. Every, this one was holding my trousers. This one was holding my, everybody said they are looking for their something. It's with me. And I said, something with me. I was looking around, the thing that is not with me. Plenty of people. And this is about the fifth time I'm having that. One life. There are many souls that will be won because we are here. Do you hear what I'm saying? And there are many souls that must be won because you are also here. There are many people who must be serious in church because you are here. It's not that you are not serious. Then you are also all the others are not serious. They are learning from their non-seriousness. From your non-seriousness. <laughs> Is that not true? If you are born again, express the Christian life. Express the Christ life. Who heard what I just said? Go to verse 4. Who is hearing something today? Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Nicodemus, he didn't understand it. How can a man be born again? He's already born into the world. He didn't know that what Jesus was saying was spiritual. Can I explain that to you? Verse 4, very powerful. Go to verse 5 and let me see. Jesus answered, Very well I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Is that not powerful? Verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. So being born again is a must. It's what? It's not an option. You wouldn't enter hell and say, I want to be born. Have you, ever, have you heard that story of that rich man? Who said that I'm suffering here. Bring me water. Lazarus. Oh, Abraham. Tell Lazarus to bring me water. I'm suffering. Oh. And then, Abraham said, there is a great gulf between you and us. He said, I beg you. Let them go and preach to my brothers. Don't know what he said. Abraham said, they are, all, they are prophets already on this earth. Let me tell you the truth. I was sharing this, was it yesterday? I was sharing that everything the scriptures have said will come to pass. Many has already happened. Many has even happened without us knowing it is happening. You only saw the effects. When we were in JHS and we were reading the Bible and the Bible talked about Sodom and Gomorrah and how people were lesbians and homosexuals and they were coming to even look for the angels to sleep with them and all that. There were stories. Who went to Sunday school, went to any kids' school, kids, what do you call Christian? Were there no stories to us? They look, are they not real now? You see two women getting married before your very eyes in the video. Saying, I do. Two women. Two men. In fact, if you speak against this, YouTube will remove you. You remove your video. Why would you speak against such things? But when we were JHS, those things looked like a story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Is that not true? It show you how this life is going and how the world is going. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Be spiritually minded. Be kingdom minded. I'm telling you. The world is shifting in a particular way. The world is shifting. Because the God of this world is shifting the world. Abraham told the rich man that there are prophets on this. There are many people who have entered hell who wish they had the opportunity to come back to be preached to. 
and some ways they could come and inform their family people that hell is real. Many. But they are prophets. Are we not here? You are, you are a prophet here. You are a prophet. How powerful, man of God. Who is saying what I'm saying? So everything you see in the scripture is happening. The scripture says that the days of Noah was. That is how the days of the coming of, of, of Christ will be. Many will even forget that there was church. Many will even forget that pastor ever preached to them. The coming of Christ will be like that. It says, as the days of Noah was, when Noah preached for about 120 years, and the people got tired of his preaching, and generations upon generations, the older, elderly men told the younger ones that, oh, Papa, we'll preach here, and you know, preach 10 years, at time, can I mean, oh, they say, why 50 years? Oh, Gusu preach, he said, flood, be, ba, omoboa. It is the same thing. That is the picture the Holy Ghost is trying to let us know. The Bible says the long suffering of God is for all men to be saved. To repent. For all men to come to repentance. But that is what happened. The elderly people were taking the young Oh, No one started preaching when he was 21. Now he is 50. In fact, at that time you were not born. Now you are 30. In fact, your sister too is 35. Your, this, your brother is this. He's still saying that the flood will come. So don't listen to him. And see how God intentionally prolonged the years and made him preach to preach, preach to generation upon generation. Most of the generation, oh, boy, oh, boy, all of them became old men with Noah. And then the flood took place. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. When you go home, talk to your parents if they are not born again. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Talk to them. Life is not just about all the cars you drive. If there is nothing you cannot take from your parents, you should give them something and give them salvation. Now, people who feel my father is so rich, my mother is so rich, I can't tell them about Christ. But then, why are you, you are born again to tell them about Christ? Tell your father about Christ. Maybe he's just leaving, he goes to church. What church does he do? He's an Anglican. Or he wakes up, all that is just going to church and drinking and doing things. Sit him down. It is not like that too. If you die today, you are in hell. We have to meet in heaven. Who is saying what I'm saying? Go and talk to your father. Go and talk to your mother. Go and talk to your sibling. They start stubborns to begin to intercede for him. That is how serious you should be about a soul. Who is saying what I'm saying here? It's greater than any other thing you can get. I say it every time. As we begin to grow, as we begin to see a lot of things, you see people with degrees and certificates, their papers are in the wardrobe locked. Their bodies are in the tomb. Their spirit is in between heaven and hell. Whether it's heaven or hell, only they themselves know where they are. As we are talking now. That is how, that's how urgent soul winning is. And so if you are born again, prove it by winning souls. Prove it by doing the work of God. Doing the works of God. It is not reserved to a pastor. The pastor trains you to do. What is saying what I'm saying? The scriptures is called them. He made some apostles, gave some apostles, and gave some prophets. This is for the perfecting of the saints, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. We can't be sleeping. There is no time. Can't be resting and looking for. You see that man? That's the same attitude many Christians have caught. Are you following what I'm saying here? We are finished out glory. I'm trying to get you to do what it means to be born. When you are born again, what do you do? It's not that I've changed. I used to do that. No, forget that one. Is that not true? The man said, I see, my bands are full. That is what many Christians have turned to now. My bands are full. My soul eat and drink. My bands are full. My soul eat and drink. The Bible says, God said, oh fool, did I require your soul from you? Then we will see who we eat and drink. Those bands that are full. So if you are living to 100 years, it's not a blessing. It's not a blessing living to 100 years. Did you hear what I said? It's not a blessing living to 100 years. It's a blessing having that opportunity throughout those years to influence lives for Christ. So that kind of conception of the, my grandmother is 100 years. How many souls has that your grandmother won? Is that not strange? My, my, my this is 90. When I hear those things, I begin to laugh. 
They have no value. They have no value. 100 years without winning souls, without preaching the gospel, without doing anything in the house of God that you can be recognized in heaven for, is useless 100 years. It is like somebody said, I went to school for 8 years with no certificate. Is that not true? Some say, I went to school for 10 years. In fact, I've done my PhD. Say, Why is the certificate? There is no, no. But I did it. I can call my mates to show. It's a joke and a waste of time. So don't crave for 100 years. If you're that 100 years, it's not for preaching. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. <laughs> when I see the troubles in this world and I see people wanting to live and I wonder whether that the 20 years they've lived, whether they've been able to control the troubles here. Marvel, not that I said, you won't understand it now. May the Holy Ghost give you understanding. I said, may the Holy Ghost give you understanding. Is that not powerful? So if your grandmother is 120 years and she is not saved, go and get her saved. If she doesn't go to church because she's so old and in the room, let her, let her be saved and listen to preaching at the age of 120. Who heard what I said? I said, do what? Create that opportunity for her to listen. Don't sit down and say, oh, it's a great bed. Our, our family, we grow, for, we, grow, we grow for long. It's a great bed. Our family. What kind of thing is this? Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Continue. <laughs> the wind blows where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Is that not powerful? Take us back to verse 4. Do we have time? Do we have time? We don't have time again. Take me to verse 4. Let me just kill some two minutes, okay? Come on, shout powerful man of God. Who has heard something? When you go to the salon, preach to them. Don't keep your mouth shut. Don't do your hair for three hours keeping your mouth shut. And you come and sit in the church and say, I'm a church leader. I'm a ch- I sing, I minister in the choir. Talk to them. Tell us the guy, are you born again? You say, yes, go to church. Are you sure you are born again? You say, oh, I'll go to church, go to this church. Even if he says he's born again, talk to him. Something will happen to him. Don't stay in the salon for three years, without three, three days. They know you there for your car. What is a car? Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time? Go to verse 3. Come on, shout glory. Who heard something there? He cannot enter. Go to verse 5. Shout glory, man of God. Where will I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the tree, he cannot enter. Go to verse 6. Shout glory. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Is spirit. Next week I'll explain what that means. Is that not powerful? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It's marvel not that I say unto you that you must be born again. The guy was a Pharisee. Is that not true? He knew the laws. Jesus said you must be born again. But you see in those days nobody could be born again. But it was just an introduction of the subject. That's when you read the scriptures, read the scriptures with that kind of understanding. In the changes in dispensation. Amen. That's how powerful it is. Shall we please be outstanding? Who has just been blessed right now? Amen. So win a soul. You may not have all the times in this world. Don't wait till you are 50 to win a soul. Don't sit at home when you are winning so you cross your legs. So I'm doing watching. You are so busy doing watching. No. Have friends. Some of us have friends all around us. They don't go to church. Some of us admire friends who don't go to church. It's scriptural error. Did you hear what I said? Never admire a person who never goes to church who's not a Christian. So I'm admiring because he's a successful singer. He sings worldly songs. Now he has range of about 17 of them. Never admire that. I've given you an example. The man said, my bands were filled. My bands. The scripture says, you fool. Today, I shall require your soul from you. Yes. 
in as much as material things are important to preach the gospel do not put so much emphasis on them use them to preach they are tools everything you have a car it's a tool I said it on Sunday if you have a car you don't pick church people to, to some places or you don't pick them to church that car will spoil early if you like write it down every car that spoils early in church every Christian your, that car will spoil you see the car doing you should ask yourself whether you use your car to bring people to church you understand or you take people away from church when you are going you go alone or you come with somebody if that car doesn't bring people it will spoil early because no, that, that car has no meaning in the sight of God has no use. You should come to church with a person in your car, bringing to church. Shout glory. 